Okay, says so we're live on YouTube. Yeah, millions. Uh, Stream is catching up. We're live on Facebook, apparently. Yep, sorry. Yep, we're live on Facebook. And unable to connect to the Instagram. That's sad. It's okay, we can redistribute that another time. Okay, well, welcome to the first episode of Passports and Playbooks. My name is Tyler and I have my best bud, Billy, up in the other corner there. Um, Just to start us off, I'm just going to do a bit of a shout out here to Millions.co for making this podcast possible. So if you didn't know, Millions is packed with star-studded athletes who are keen on keeping you looped in what's happening within sports. Millions.co is home to custom product stores for over 2,500 athletes. So if you're looking to purchase anything from signed memorabilia, custom merchandise, personalized videos, or even virtual or in-person experiences, Millions is your one-stop shop for all things sports. So now that that's out of the way, let's talk a little bit about what we're doing here. Um, So Billy and I, best mates, grew up in Adelaide, Australia. We both now live in the Pacific Northwest, hence the name of the podcast. Um, we both have pretty good sports backgrounds and stories that we can share. Um, and that's pretty much carried into our passion for sports here, which is why we're doing this. In the background there, it will change each podcast. There's a photo that we took together at a Niners game last year on our, on our road trip. Um, so maybe I'll kick it over to Billy. He can do his personal intro, tell us a little bit about his sporting background and where he is now, and then uh, then I'll take a turn. Yeah, welcome everyone to our first pod. Uh, yeah, so Billy, um, as Tyler said, we've uh, we grew up together playing basketball from probably the age of twelve or thirteen in Adelaide, Australia. That's how we met and became good friends, uh, and then yeah started playing basketball we played australian rules football together as well um and then yeah i'm sure we'll get into a lot of our uh, sports stories over the years uh as our podcast episodes progress <laughs> plenty of injuries between us um but i guess the short of it now is we're both living in the pacific northwest so i'm based in seattle um big seahawks mariners kraken fan um, working on the Sounders, um, and surely we'll be getting the Sonics back soon. So, yeah, Amen. big ups to Seattle. Hashtag bring back the Sonics. Um, yep. Speaking of sports loyalties, yeah, I, I guess I uh, can run through my um, passions for teams that don't win championships whilst I have any living memory. So I am a diehard 49ers fan, uh, which has been you know, it's a few bitter pills to swallow over the last, last couple of years. Historically a Chicago Bulls fan, but uh, I will jump ship to the Sonics with Billy just so that I have a team local to me because uh, my hockey team is uh, the Rangers. Um, I am not really have a big allegiance baseball-wise. Uh, in terms of Australian rules football, though, it is a bit of a contrast between Billy and I. There's two teams in Adelaide. 
I go for the Adelaide Crows and Billy goes for the Port Adelaide Power. So that's always a fun little rivalry. Um, I'm in Vancouver now. The Canucks suck. Had no intention of going for them. And the Rangers beat them in the Stanley Cup one time. So that's that's all we have to say about that. Um, we will talk about injury stories. I'm sure they'll come up. We, uh, we both will, uh, you know, cry and tell everyone that if it wasn't for injuries, we'd be playing in these leagues. But um, I'm sure that that's a, that a common story that everyone can resonate with. But how's this podcast going to work? So we are going to go live at this time every Thursday. We picked to start this week because it's the week before the NFL season starts. We will be streaming just before Thursday Night Football and, and into the start of the game, um, just because I think that'll be cool to, to have some live reactions there. A part of what we're going to do is called Bill's Bets. Bill is a very successful punter. Uh, and for those in North America, not sure what punter means, just means you betting um, on the punt, as we would say, back home. Uh, so there's a section called Bill's Bets. And I think it'd be cool to start on, on Thursdays before the game with some specific ones for that for that game. And then also leading into to the weekend of NFL. But obviously, as we progress, the hockey season will start. Um, basketball will start. We'll get into all of that. We could probably do some Aussie Rules football um, odds next week as well, Bill, going into the finals back home. Yeah, I was looking at that. We'll do some hot topics, talk about what's going now. Billy's made a list for that, which we can tick off in a second. We'll also talk fantasy sports too because we love our fantasy sports. Billy and I have been in the same fantasy football league for how many years we've run in that with the same group now. I think it'd be getting close to six or seven. Uh, yeah, I think it's probably time someone else won it, but I doubt you're. Well, in it. Neither, neither of us are giving up that. So yeah, I guess that's a bit of a stab to the other boys there. If, if Instagram was working, they probably would have. They probably would have seen this. But uh, yeah, I think of the six or seven, Billy and I have probably won five or six. So cheers to that, Bill. I had a pretty good season last year myself, and took the chocolate. So yeah, we'll talk through fantasy stuff. We'll flick, flick up some odds and some some imagery throughout it. We'll also show you how we decided to do our fantasy draft order uh, this year, which I think was pretty fun. Billy decided to do it and pulled it off, which was awesome. So, um, yeah, let's get into some hot topics, I reckon, Bill. You put a few things in here to chat through, starting off with the with the Mariners, which I know you're right. wearing right. right now if you lift that up. Tell us what's happening yeah. in, in the world of baseball in Seattle. Well, yeah, I bit surprising a month ago uh, yeah it's almost yeah should we just keep tanking uh states i think we were one game one game behind the angels on i think 55 wins um and then now a month later the mariners have had a 21 win august which is a franchise record and now we're top of the al west on 76 wins which yeah, uh, super stoked with that. Um, hopefully the boys can keep it up. We've got a 10-game road trip coming up, uh, which I think one of those series is against the Rays, which I think are like a top five team in a similar position as the Mariners now, which is exciting. They've fallen off, though. They obviously had the stupid, crazy start to the season. And I think they've sort of come back to earth a little bit. Um, obviously, the Angels have been hit with some some pretty big injuries and i know that you were (laughs) messaging a lot about the angels this year thinking that you know maybe this is finally a time where they make the playoffs and have a little run but it is quite hilarious that they're back you know in the same same position they're obviously injuries are not funny we definitely know all about that but uh yeah it's exciting for the mariners 
Um, anything can happen. I know they have historically a pretty crazy playoff record when they do make the playoffs. So um, it could be pretty fun to see them to get through. Um, yeah. We're big basketball Absolutely. guys. And the FIBA World Cup is going on right now. Um, we as Australians are pretty proud of what we achieve on a global stage with basketball, given our population. I think pre, pre-tournament, we were ranked second in the world. Um, uh, we've now dropped to fourth or fifth, and I think Canada has taken over as number one, which is pretty exciting for the Canadians here. They're pretty mad about their basketball here. Um, yeah, that but, Canadians team is unreal. Have you been watching it? Uh, no, but I've just been watching the stats. Like SGA uh, is just doing what SGA does. Well, you didn't talk about <laughs> the Oklahoma Thunder fandom uh, too much, but uh, it would be pretty yeah. handy if they were to come back. I don't think they're going to move the team, but uh, big SGA fan. Yeah, uh, I guess they're exciting future. They've got SGA and Giddy, which are probably two of the most exciting players at the mm-hmm. FIBA World Cup. But chat yeah. Back. Yeah, Chet, that'll be exciting. Rookie of the year, we'll look out for that one for a mm-hmm. cheeky, cheeky punt there. Yeah, I like um, that. But I guess, yeah, in traditional boomers uh, yeah, tradition, we always lose a group yeah. stage game, which usually ends up with us crossing over with the United States and getting eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> a very regular time. I, I think... At, at this point, so we've, I think we're locked in for a crossover exactly in probably about eight hours' time with mm-hmm. Slovenia and Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, the Boomer boys are going to have to, yeah, do some hard work on D. Uh, I can probably easily see Luca putting up 40 or 50 in this game. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, unless some we get some prime Joe Ingles defense, but uh, <laughs> it could be ugly. <laughs> I was just speaking to, uh, um, a guy that runs a podcast network out of Scotland. Um, it's called ATV Sports. And he's, he's started like 13 different channels of uh, podcasts from over there, but based on, it's called Across the Pond because they do the sports over here. And he does a specific um, Utah Jazz podcast because he's all mad about Utah Jazz. So we had a big chat about how um, much we love Joe Ingalls, the fact that you and I have both had some personal connection or run in with him back in Adelaide, you probably more so than me. Um, but it's pretty cool to see an Australian get that much recognition for being a role player. I saw an interview recently of Paul George talking about how he's like the most hated defender that he's ever had to play against because A, he's good at basketball, but B, he doesn't shut up chirping. Um, so if anyone's going to be able to slow down, um, Luca, hopefully it is him. Luca's averaging 30 points per game, number one in the tournament. I saw, I read some stats today. Um, and on the global rankings, I think we're now like fourth and fifth right next to each other. So we beat them in the Olympics on our way to our, our first medal. So hopefully, um, Giddy and the boys can get it done. Obviously, Patty Mills, uh, for those of you who don't know, absolute superstar, won championships with the Spurs, bit of a role player now, but if you're not across what Paddy Mills does in international play, he becomes super sane and goes insane. So potentially he could do that tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Someone who could drop 30. It's yeah. Yeah. It's Paddy Mills, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Upside for the boomers that we didn't have in the Olympics is how far Giddy has now come. Yeah. He's yeah. I yeah, probably the back end of the NBA season after the all-star break, he was my favorite, one of the favorites to punt on because he was just smashing his overs and, absolutely tearing up 
it'd be nice if he dropped that full like American accent though and came a bit more, you know, back back home kind of vibes. Maybe he needs similar to you and I, like I did when I first moved here. I need that reciprocating accent around me to keep it. Otherwise, I slip to Canadian. But yeah, I think he, your other yeah. your other point. He needs some Aussie. Kind of no, so. Sorry, go for it. I was just going to hit. Yeah, Giddy needs some Aussie mates to bring him back down to earth. Yeah. That's all. You said Canada is legit. I kind of would like to see them win. To be honest, not just because I, I live here, but I think with obviously them winning the championship in 2019, Jamal Murray doing his thing with the Nuggets. If they were to win this, I just think for like the balance of basketball power and in North America and and what that could do for the future of the sport. Again, I think that would be huge. Um, I saw saw that guy, the athletics guy, get absolutely ripped by all the athletes this week for saying that like. Um, you can't say world champions. Did you see this? Did you see this guy? I did see that. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm forgetting his name right now, but... What's your take on it? Because I have a pretty strong one, but just while we're on the topic... I, I one, one, 100% agree with... Uh, yes. What's his name? I'm forgetting yeah, right now, but... I don't know his name either. We should know his name. Uh, he got ripped. Let me find his name somewhere. I think it is like their their argument is like, well, all the best players come over and play here. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Like Jokic and Giannis and all these people are international players. But, you know, the U.S. did lose multiple international tournaments there for a while, you know, when, when we were teenagers. It's like, well, yeah, you won the Olympics last time. But, hey, if, if they if they were to lose this competition, um, the, the World Cup here, I feel like that would just really back up what that guy is saying. So really, yeah. really would love it for an international team to win because you are not the world champions unless it is an Olympic setting or a world championship. It's just not, it's one of the most, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like his name is Noah Lyles. That was him. Noah Lyles. Right. Hey, yeah. absolutely agree with him 110%. Um, I feel like he's copped a bit with the NBA because um, he used NBA as a specific example. Um, because that then, I guess, gave everyone the opposite argument to say, oh, but NBA is like pretty worldly. But they like NFL call themselves world champions, like MLB call them world champions. And that is definitely less global than basketball is. So it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. For context, Australian rules football is only played in Australia. Well, at a high level, I played on the weekend. And, uh, you know, I might as well just actually, maybe I should wear this. this stream. It's not every day you win. Flags, but, you know, got flags them, and got best on ground. Oh, I had a decent crack, that's for sure. Um, but uh, in Australia, <laughs> we uh, we are really the only country that plays Australian rules football at a high level, and we call the grand final the Super Bowl. We call it the grand final, and you just you just you just win the league. Um, it would be very similar for us to decide to call the winner of the Australian Football League. Uh, world champion um, because we could say, well, if anyone else came over and football, we'd, we'd beat them, which is probably the same for football, but uh, I guess I was a little bit less seriously back home. So, I don't know. We'll just leave it at that. I don't want to get too controversial off the bat, but um, I think you plan to ask me a question on another trending topic that's happening right now that's pretty close to my heart at the moment. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, well, yeah, as you are a beloved 49ers fan, how are you feeling about Nick Bolter holding hold out. Um, yeah, is he going to suit up week one? It's, there's always nerves, I feel, with holdouts because you just don't know. And we've had a pretty shitty history with it, with like Debo and 
Um, even how he handled DeForest Buckner before we traded him to the Colts. I still think about if we had Buckner, I don't like, yeah, anyway. Um, I think we'll pay him. I think it's purely just like, he probably wants to be the highest paid player in his position. We have just gone through the Trey Lance situation. And I do feel like that would have taken a lot of bandwidth away from John Lynch and the team as well. Cause like that was a huge situation that was going on. Um, but given our quarterback situation, we can pay him whatever he wants. I think it'll probably just be the detail side of thing. And in terms of him playing week one, he's a literal jungle cat that probably exercises more than he does anything else. So in terms of being ready to play, I think he definitely will play. Um, but yeah, little nerves, little nerves. We've just had, I feel like there's just been a lot of drama around our team in the last few years. And it's kind of, kind of goes under the rug that we're probably the most talented team in the NFL across the board. But when you don't have a star quarterback, people tend to just ignore that. But hey, big cock Brock, say whatever we like. He's he's back and we're excited. So both will sign in the next yeah. twenty four hours, everything will be okay. That's what we're that's what we're going with. Yeah. I he'll have he'll have one to two sacks week one. Yeah, exactly. I'm nervous about week everything one though. Pittsburgh fun. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh can surprise some people. I think the defense with T J back are huge. I think the um, Pickett to Pickens combination uh, is going to be a pretty handy one. Um, I feel I like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we will get fantasy, but Pickens has, he's not high enough. I feel like he keeps falling under the radar. I feel like he's boom or bust. He's a boom or bust wide receiver three, I think, because he's going to have those big plays, but I don't know the volume. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I think like, I think that'd be a good team. I think they're gonna be a lot better than people give them credit for. I think they don't get talked about enough because you got the Bengals and the Ravens, and even the Browns. If Deshaun comes, I think that might be the best division in football. Just now talking out loud, it's a pretty stacked. Yeah, I think yeah, the Browns' defense actually is looking pretty good. If Deshaun goes back to Houston, Deshaun stops worrying about massage time. I mean, they could be in as well. So um, absolutely. I think we're trending towards fantasy, so why don't we... I think it's pretty cool. I just want to give Billy some props. Billy uh, came up with a pretty creative way to um, pick the draft order. So I am going to show you what he did. Um, Don't take too much um, value in the second shot that he does here, but this is how he decided our... um, a draft order. All right, starting. All right, fantasy draft, boys. Oh, we're not going to be out of here. Okay, we can comment, commentate over it. So essentially what Billy's done is there's eight people in our league here, and he has written one to eight on balls that have been randomly assigned to us managers, and he's just gone for a little chip. Uh, how far out were you, do you reckon, Bill? Uh, probably 50 yards, yeah, 45-odd mm-hmm. metres maybe. Did you have people backed up or did you uh, did you have a bit of time there? No, I think I was on the uh, 16th hole here and someone was super slow in front of it, so I decided to have a little play on the 18th across right. and get the fantasy draft order done. And can, we, uh, and can we confirm that this was completely anonymous, that there was no, you know... Yeah, may, may absolutely. Have, so okay. okay, okay. I can, uh, I can get... Um, yeah, I was I was playing with another bloke from Seattle, and he can confirm. So, 
Unfortunately, I feel bad for a good friend back home, James. Uh, I stitched him up with the second shot. Number Turns eight. out that was his ball. Absolutely yeah. chunked it about 10 yards. <laughs> I like the energy, though, on the pickup Next here. Really put the up. I feel like there was a bit of huffing and puffing. I think Number there two. was the, the pressure with the, the groups behind you to get the job done. Three. Um, Absolutely. That was that was when I saw the other uh, group finally coming up the 18th fairway, and I thought I'd better get a jog on. <laughs> the funny part about Seven. this... Well, well, it's definitely funny to me. It might not be funny to the rest of the league. Five. That, um, Billy and I played off in the championship last year. And Six. I won. And, and to be and the fair, number one smoked pick. him so much. That, number one. That's um, Tyler. I didn't even need it back. Josh Allen and Gabe Davis and my kicker to play in the game that was suspended from the DeMar Ham- Hamlin-, Hamlin-, Hamlin injury. Um, so I had a pretty good team. All this to say that from this <laughs> draft... Uh, experiment. I also got the number one pick, which I don't think is very fair, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And given the year that I had, I think that that's uh, that's some good some good karma coming back my way, which we will not get into the depth of that statement. Um, okay, what I wanted to do, I thought it'd be a bit of fun. Um, I just want to make sure that you can see it when I put it up. I'm gonna put up. We play half PPR. I think it's the way that it's called. It's not like a full PPR scoring system. I'm not 100 percent sure how it works, but. Uh, I'm going to put up the top 20 fantasy rankings for like what our league is going to be drafted off. So I'm just going to put them up now. I'll put them in front of us so you're not going to be able to see us for a second, but I think it's worthwhile. So let me know, Bill, when you can see those in front of you and we can, can run yeah. through them. Yeah, got it. So we'll just run through it. So what we've got is JJ1, McCaffrey, Chase, Eckler, Kelsey, Tyreek, Cooper Cup, Bijan, Chubby, Barkley, Diggs, Pollard, CD, AJ Brown, Derek Henry, Amon, Amon Ra, St. Brown? I don't know how to say it. Devontae, JJ, Garrett, and Waddle. Billy, pick this apart. What do you think? What do you like? What do you not like? Who are you taking at number one? I'll go straight into that. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I was just looking at it like I've got seven. Um, I can tell, I can answer yeah. the question and I can tell you why. And then Dave can can pick to prep to pick his same player as last year because I remember he picked, uh, I think he had one to pick him. I'm going Christian, um, which means Dalts, if you get to see this, welcome to have Justin Jefferson. Um, I have some, well, actually, there's a funny reason, but there's, there's also like the real reason. I'll show you what um. Remember when I'm we also on a, a road trip? CMC I, fanboy. I bought I bought this fantasy guy Billy and I went on a road trip to Yellowstone and stopped off and I bought this uh this fantasy magazine, um that has Christian on the front cover. Uh, but here's here's what I think. I think if you look at the stats after Christian McCaffrey was traded to the 49ers, he was the number one player in fantasy football. Um, I think he has now had an off season with Kyle Shanahan. So like I feel like if Kyle Shanahan could build the perfect football player, it would be Christian McCaffrey and he has had a full off season to literally build plays for him. I was reading something today, I wouldn't be surprised if he has over a thousand yards rushing and over a thousand yards receiving like he did I think back in twenty nineteen, his last fully healthy year before he got hurt. He had those couple hurt years. And that is the other thing too is I think that the way that we'll use him, given that the other running backs we have too, I think we will. He'll still produce with a bit of protection. Like I don't think we're gonna 
grind him like he was in Carolina. Um, just because like Eliza Mitchell, um, uh, Davis Price, uh, like we have a good stable. They're probably the best in the league with the Jets, I'd say. So all that to say, I am picking Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to try and make a funny team name based on Christian and his number. Well, we'll see. I think I've already made it, but, um, but yeah, that's, I've got one for you. That's me. What, what would you call it? Is it appropriate? CMC to the house. CMC to the house. Yeah, well, right. I'm pretty excited. Uh, the number of tutties, I don't know. I think probably get 15 tuds as well. So I, I think he will be the number one uh, total points and points per game scorer. So that's my big rant on who I'm taking number one. So I'll pass it over to you to look at the rest of the list here. Absolutely can't fault that. I'll be yeah pounding the table with McCaffrey. Uh a lot of bets this year. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah, bit of a cult hero for us. All the games we've gone to live to see him, he's absolutely gone off. Well, so actually, we why to, don't we, we, love why to we see put it. ourselves above here for a second and you let's tell the story <laughs> quickly before we go through the rest of this. Do you want to tell us our Christian is McCaffrey uh, bet story? Skimming Bill's bets is a segment on this podcast. Is uh, the in Seattle game. Well, actually, yes. it happened both games, didn't it? So It did, um, but the in Seattle one was pretty funny. Yeah, so I think, uh, obviously, it hurts as a Seattle fan, but, like, sometimes you just have to pick the best bet. And it turns out, it, it, I think, our parlay or multi-bet for everyone back home in Australia, mm-hmm. it was uh, 49ers to win. A Kittle touchdown against the Seahawks is, like, it always happens. Uh, I think it was McCaffrey over, like, 35 rushing. Well, I think like, it was like 77, was 77. So 70, it was 77 rushing and maybe like 35 receiving. It was Something like, like super low. Um, and then a tutty as well. So it was like a five leg and it come through for the first game we went to. And that was, uh, what was it? 49ers charges in San Fran. We yeah. went to that game. Yeah. That bet come through. Um, and then it came through again a couple of weeks later when we were at 49ers Seahawks in Seattle uh, and both times for some reason it's funny when people here you've got a bet about to get up and win you know a thousand <laughs> bucks or so it's funny how many friends you make in the stadium to come drink beers after it's yes. uh, it's like you got a target on your back my so my, have... my favorite part about it was the fact that like all all of the legs first two tutties of the game Brock Purdy's like double rolled to Kittle down the down the middle, so Kittle scores, and that was probably the riskiest one of them all. Then yeah. Christian runs in the second touchdown, so we already have the tuds, and it just became late in the game, like just a countdown of yards, rushing yards for Christian. Um, and yeah, the wolf definitely came out and was rallying the troops late in the last quarter. And when it came up, let's just say about fifteen others were now invested in celebrating because. They then became a part of the rest of the festivities, which was really fun. So, anyway, that's enough Christian McCaffrey talk, Bill. Yeah. Talk me through what you think. Let's let's maybe. You said you've got the the number seven pick. Um, yeah, looking, looking know, at that I mean, top ten first of all, like where do you think there's value? Where do you think there's probably a bit of overratedness? I guess yeah, JJ at number one, like him and CMC. It's hard to pick the two. It's interesting that. You know, all the rankings for JJ are so high, but uh, the poor guy passing to him seems to not be getting any love. Mm, um, but we'll we, get we, we will get, we'll to get, to get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, I like, yeah, Jamache. Austin Eckler, like, I'm still not, I don't know. I've never, a guy I've never been able to get sold on. 
He nearly won me um, the league. He was probably one of the big reasons I did. Yeah, that, he was unreal. I guess, yeah, Kelsey, Hill, like, fine with those. Um, I guess, yeah, at seven now, I'm looking at Cooper Cup. He's got hamstring concerns. So he was one guy I thought maybe he might deliver at seven, but he's got some hamstring concerns now. So I would probably stay away from him. Um, I think Robinson could have a huge year, um, which is That's... exciting. Um Let's talk about those oh. two maybe because I think yep. I think Cup's a huge risk because I think the Rams are going to be trash. Yeah, um, And I just, I don't know. I, I, if I were the Rams, I would be trading Cup, trading um, Aaron Donald because you blew all your draft picks to get a Super Bowl. Now, to be honest, if I was a Rams fan, I think that's worth it because you won a Super Bowl. But I have concerns about Cup. And then Bijan, he's a rookie and we haven't seen him in the system. I know he ran through everyone in college and this is the perfect system for him. But, like, geez, like, that's a big, like, that's a lot of, putting a lot of pressure on It's a lot of pressure on a rookie, but I feel like the younger running backs are just, yeah, the way to go. I know a a rookie is, like, an absolute, like, second year, absolutely, like, taking top 10. Mm -hmm. Um, I... Yeah, I think personally, I think I was looking at. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to get my <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But uh, I can, yeah, I was definitely looking at reaching at Devante Adams. At the, at the well, I was going to say, um, I was going to say on the right hand <laughs> side because you yeah. probably shouldn't talk about the top ten too much because you have to make a pick. Me, I take Christian, and then I have a holiday, yep. so I can probably I feel talk like about yeah. the left hand side. Um, I know mine. Mine is like just super situational. I'll see what's left there at seven, and because my opinion is this: because um, I think you're picking it at seven. I think Chubb could go way before nine because Kareem Hunt's not there. I think Barkley's a safer bet than Bijan. Um, Jamar Chase is going at one in some drafts because everyone's just thinking that like this is his year. But Burrow, I think, is carrying that injury, and I'd be worried about that. Um, absolutely. So, I don't know. I think you're going to have to be like, fuck, if, if you could get, if Kelsey slips to you, that would be unreal. Um, Kelsey or Hill, I will be, I'm winning a league if someone lets someone slip. <laughs> I must admit, though, seven's tough, though. Looking at this list, I do feel like the top six is the top six. Maybe Chubb. It is. Maybe Chubb is the one that I think might. Maybe, yeah. maybe Chubby Boy. Chubby Boy was like, yeah, stud. Uh, he. He can have those huge games where he drops like 20, 25 points. Um, yeah. Yeah. But looking yeah. at the rest of the list, though, like Eckler and Jacobs won me the league, I think. Josh Jacobs was a, like a 10th round pick for me last year, I remember, because he just didn't have that rating and he became yeah. RB1 most of the year. He's good. Um, um, Tony the, Pollard on the right is interesting. Side. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, Pollard. I don't know. I feel like he got big plays, though, because Zeke did all the grind work, and now he's going to have to do, like, all the ground and pound stuff. Which, I don't know if that's him. mm. Um, The the last two on that list, the last two on that list are interesting. I feel like... They're probably the two I'm most excited about, I feel. A healthy tour, and you love tour. Big Alabama guy. Yeah, also shout out. Big guy. Shout out, Bama for Bill. But Wilson Um, and Rodgers could be anything, too. Yeah, I feel... Wilson and Rogers could be an all-time year. I'm excited to watch that. I'm, I'm know, surprised yeah. in mock draft to see how low Rogers is going. 
super low. Like I feel like you could pick him up in the last, or pro- you could probably get him off waivers. Yeah. Um, in my other league, that's done their draft already. Uh, he's still on the waivers. So, mm. <laughs> um, but that's because I shy away from Rogers because their defense is going to be so good. He's not going to have to put up a lot of points. Yeah. So this is true. That's, this is true. Yeah. It also means they're going to have the but ball then, a lot. So. Yeah, they're going to have the ball a lot. St. Brown is an exciting one as well. He I was, like he's been a stud. He was a stud last year for me. We'll talk um, about Jared Goff, I think, when some of these odds come up a bit later in the Lions. But um, yeah, interesting. I do feel like there's, it's not as consensus. I feel like even in that top 20, there's a lot of like, you know, a lot of different options that could be viable. So we'll see. Yeah. I didn't one think guy he, who wasn't up there. Yeah, so go for it. Is uh, Hawkinson got his huge, like biggest tight end deal today? Mm-hmm. Um, it was like four years, seventy mil or something crazy. So I don't know. Can he be tight end one? I don't. Well, know. he was second half of the year, and I picked him up off of waivers when he got traded. So I my tight end story last year was a very interesting one because I drafted Kyle Pitts very early, thinking that he was yep. going to be the guy. And then I think the joke was in the first six games, Kyle Pitts didn't exist on a football field. No, uh, absolutely not. And then, yeah, ironically picked up Hawk halfway through the year off waivers, dropped Pitts, and, and the rest was history. Is a big part, I guess, the, the playoff run that I had. But could he be tight end number one? No, because Travis Kelsey exists. But if you remove, yeah, if you remove Travis Kelsey, um, I think... So there's, I don't know. I don't think Kittle's going to have the year that he's had previously. Um, Andrews has been yeah. interesting. Last year was pretty down for him. I think there's a lot in this group in the middle, to be honest, that could be could be pretty good. But it's tough. Tight end position last year was almost just a waste. If you didn't have a Kelsey, it was like you must yeah. fledgling to find someone to, to play. I had Andrews who like would – it was like putting up two, three points a game and then he'd have a 10, 15 and then disappear. It's was a killer. Absolute roller coaster. Okay. Well, that's a good fantasy chat. I think let's get into the, the Bills bets part of what we'll do here. Now, I think moving forward each week, there'll be a little bit more specificity with games, stuff happening live. We'll probably review some of your stuff too. We'll see big, big winners and Maybe we won't talk about losses. We'll just talk about big winners while we just talk about losses. No one talks about they don't exist anyway. We'll be, we'll be accountable. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I want to start off per um per conference. Just have a look, and then we can talk about Super Bowl favorites. Um, maybe what I'll do, Bill, is I'll pull up the graphics that have like a lot of imagery for both the NFC and AFC. Maybe we can talk to some of the lower ranked ones. And then when we look at the Super Bowl favorites, we can talk about the the ones that are favorites across the board. So I'm just going to pull up, yeah, I'll pull up the bigger AFC odds now. Let's see, we'll spend more time yeah. talking about the NFC probably, but let's get this center stage here. So make this a bit bigger for everyone. So here's AFC odds. So Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. Ravens, Jets, Chargers, Dolphins. I think those could be more of a Super Bowl conversation, but the rest, the rest there is interesting odds. What are your sort of first thoughts when you look at those? Any big value pieces that you might, you know, throw some cash out early in the year? 
for value, I'd be definitely looking at the Jets, Dolphins, mm-hmm. Char- De- Jets, Dolphins, Charges. That like those three, yeah, yeah, plus a thousand eleven hundred. They're pretty. I feel like there could be value there. They've still got to get past <laughs> the Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals. But like, if you're going for value, I like those teams. Like they're all, all they're all improved on last year. So. I I look at this list and my I'm just like the AFC is fucking stacked. Like if you like, yeah. I think like I said, I think Pittsburgh is gonna be a good team. Imagine if Russell Wilson figures it out. And Tennessee Titans were a number one seed two years ago, and like they're not that dissimilar. And Vrabel's a fucking madman as a coach. It's just like you almost you almost look at this division and go, okay, Houston's no chance, Colts no chance, Vegas could be anything, Patriots. Defense is unreal and it's Bill, so who knows what they can pull off. And then you're like, fuck, look at the whole rest of the division. Like, imagine if Deshaun turns it on. Trevor Lawrence is a star yeah. and he's got Ridley now. Like, that, they're going to, they're, that's the Jacksonville Jaguars interesting because they'll win the division easily, right? There's no, yeah, that's the yeah. probably one where you're like, okay, they will, they will tie that up. Tennessee, maybe, but I feel like they'll go in as a top four seed. And fuck, they came back from the Chargers. However many points down they were, and it, and not many people remember, but they pushed the Chiefs. That was the game that Mahomes got hurt and went out and came back in, and um, they were yeah. in that game. So who knows? If they just don't quit. That's uh, Mark Rabel. They just don't quit. So they they could like easily scrub together eight nine wins just mm-hmm. on their effort. Mm-hmm. Like, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's the the Bengals are yeah um, are like absolutely hyped. So. Yeah. They better perform. Hopefully, Burrows is a hundred percent healthy. He is. Um, all they're saying is, but yeah, fingers crossed. It's hard to obviously after hard knocks coming out, you want to be a bit of a Jets, uh, yeah, and but yeah. and then just love Aaron Rodgers. But I feel like the Jets excite me for their defense. Like, yeah, yeah, it's looking pretty yeah. gnarly. Well, let's look at some NFC depth before we just look purely at the Super Bowl ones and talk about those favorites a little bit. Now, this, I feel like, is a very different tale compared to the AFC because you could probably go, like, and this is no offense, but, like, I can't see Seattle winning the Super Bowl, um, but they're the sixth favorite in the NFC. And then you look at the rest of it and you're like, okay, Saints, Packers, Giants, Falcons, Bears, Commanders, Panthers, Rams, Bucks, Cards. You could probably say confidently that the bottom seven teams are no chance, like from Falcons down. Um, I'd ride. I'd almost ride off the Saints down. Like it's. Uh, you ride them off? Almost. Like well, they might make the playoffs, but I don't see them winning anything. Everyone's pretty big um, on their roster right now. They have a good defense, and I feel like if Michael Thomas and Jimmy Graham, like, welcome back, Jimmy Graham, by the way. Um, How old is that guy? Jeez. I don't know, but uh, I listened to the Pat McAfee show and he's been off flying planes. Apparently, he's one of the most accomplished humans on the planet. Um, yeah, he um he actually fresh. used to fly his plane from wherever he lived into Seattle into Seattle's training complex, which is on the lake. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Um, Packers are interesting. Jordan Love looks good in the preseason. I feel like it's a bit disrespectful to have the Giants where they are, given that they won a playoff game and they added Waller. I think they're better. A lot of a lot of bad rap on Danny Dimes. We'll leave the Minnesota talk to the MVP odds because I feel like we have very passionate things to say about that. But fuck the Detroit Lions. 
Um, do we believe yeah. in hype? I think that's probably the main thing to chat about from the NFC. It's, uh, it's the same. Do you believe in Jared Goff as well? Um, well, let's talk about Goff then. We can yeah. talk about we can talk about Cuzzy because we're hinting at it in a bit. But let's talk about the Lions and Goff because I heard someone say recently that Jared Goff is the second best quarterback in the NFC. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, maybe he is. Like, yeah. I, well, he. The thing is, I think they said this is when he was first drafted. Like, he is. He's got all the tools. Mm-hmm. Apparently, when he first came out of college, like he couldn't even like call his own plays. Like the coach mm-hmm. had to signal everything from uh, the sideline. So, I don't. know. He's got the tools, whether or not. Yeah. Like last, I feel like he was pretty. Okay. He did what he had to. Like, he exploded so. last year. I think like no one just thought he was in a system to succeed. Like no, like no, like no McVay, no Goff kind of vibe. But uh, yeah, it was pretty impressive. I, I don't think that the hype is real. I don't think that they're worthy of the fourth place in the NFC, and I don't think that they'll do a run or anything. I think they'll play very entertaining, high-scoring football. But I don't know if I trust them yet. I think they have a pretty exciting future, though. It'll be interesting to see, you know, where yeah. they do go. Next but, few years with their young players, I agree. Like Gibbs, uh, Hutchinson. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Gibbs was meant to be a jet. All right. Let's see if we can talk about this and still look at ourselves here. We got the Super Bowl odds here. So now we're getting in the nitty gritty. You got the Chiefs just in front of the Eagles, then Bills. You got Niners and Bengals at the same, and then the Cowboys. What are our thoughts on the big hitters here? Yeah, I'd love the Bills to do something. Um, I went on a basketball trip to Buffalo, like, back in 2007 in high school. So, a little bit of a soft spot for Buffalo and the freezing cold winter there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love them to do something, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably... The Eagles The Eagles somehow got better, like, which is ridiculous. You think? I have, I have a... I think I... Obviously, I'm biased from the Niners' point of view. I do think they would have won if Purdy didn't get hurt. Let's just put that out there. I think they would have won the whole thing. Absolutely. I agree. Um, uh, so, let's just acknowledge that. Uh, the big thing that I hear about the Eagles is that um, the reason why they got really good in the second half of the year is Sirianni stopped calling the plays, and he, he left it to Shane Steichen to call the plays. Shane Steichen's gone. He's now at the Colts. Um, so, Sirianni doesn't have that luxury anymore and I feel like they're a good example of one of those teams that like now everyone's seen tape for a year right like why I have more confidence in the Niners and the Eagles is because the Niners have been good for multiple years now so it's like no one's can really figure out Shanahan but like the Eagles played a certain way with Steichen calling he's gone now I don't know I feel like that leaves I I know they got Jalen Carter I get it he's a dog they lost Hargrave for the Niners though which I think is really big for both teams but yeah, that is big. I don't yeah. know. That's just my take. Uh, yeah, I feel like their defense, if their offense doesn't get humming, I feel like their defense uh, it will be good enough to drag them mm-hmm. deep. I think, but mm-hmm. yeah, the Cowboys obviously Cowboys. absolutely should not be top six. They're um, stacked they though; like they added they're so Gilmore. stacked. Um, yeah. They added Gilmore across from Diggs. 
Um, Actually, Trey, Trey Lance comes in for Dak injured week yeah, six and man. carries him because Dak Dak might break the like a season record for interceptions one day. Like, he's did you just... see the one today where he threw it into double coverage to that guy that's like five foot five? Did you see that video? I should have done uh, it. I think I've I've seen it. I think a few times he's done that. This, uh, yeah, because yeah, is that yeah? The Dallas have that like really short. Yeah, so that guy name. was running a go route double coverage down the line and that's back through it to him and like the guy the safety that was cutting across i swear like he almost was just laughing as he like picked it up and it's like <laughs> i don't know how much confidence you can have um in them I, obviously he's a nice fan we've knocked him out in the playoffs multiple times even at underdogs one of the times and they just yeah. lose in stupid ways too i don't know if mccarthy i think mccarthy's just not he just doesn't get it no nah, um, don't rate that like that guy wasted probably the most talented quarterback ever correct Correct. In Aaron Rodgers and this got one true. Super Bowl out of it, which I don't. If I was an executive, I wouldn't be hiring that bloke. Like he's obviously mm-hmm. not good at his job. He might be okay, but he's not a winner. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I think for me, looking at this, obviously, I think the Niners will win the whole thing, or I hope so, and all that type of stuff. But I genuinely, given like my experience with Joe Montana recently and a lot of the research I did, I would love a Niners Bengals Super Bowl again. Because um, it would be hilarious for the Niners to beat them three times in the Super Bowl. Um, and so yeah, that would times. be epic. The only two other times the Bengals beat the Super Bowl is when the Niners have, when Montana beat them. So I feel like that would be a pretty hilarious three feet to tick off. But that's yeah. my bets. Oh, okay, we'll go on record. The, Chief, the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think who I. Uh, I did a little prediction at work, but I think I'm, I went. Niners like... Bengals officially on record. Niners Bengals. Niners win. That's my. That's. My tape. Yeah. I can pull up. I can nine. pull up. I can pull up. I'll go just Niners in case. Bills. Niners Bills. Who wins? Bills win. Oh, brutal. I can't lose another yeah. Super Bowl. That, that, but uh, I feel like you probably beat the Chiefs, though, if the Chiefs get in. Oh, we, we owe them one. But speaking of that, so yeah. here's the broader Super Bowl odds just for you to have a marinade on why I tell the story. Obviously, that Niners. Um, Chief Super Bowl, I, I, I kick myself to this day because I literally, which you never do as a sports fan, I had that moment where I was like, we've won. When we're six minutes to go up by 10, um, we get the ball back. I remember our entire defense runs down, um, runs down the length of the field to do that whole like celebration in front of the camera thing. I literally had that moment where I was like, we've won the Super Bowl. Um, and then that was the birth of Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes. So um, it was tough. But yeah. Yeah, I think uh, my prediction is Seahawks over nine wins. Um, yes, I think that's fair. I, I probably ten, potentially us, over 10. Both of us have four wins already. Like, yep. we're not losing to the Rams or the Cardinals. Like, you heard it here first. Give like my, my theory is we both have thirteen game seasons and we're already starting four and zero. That's my take for the for the Niners and Seahawks. Like if we, if we dropped the game to either of those teams, it would be yeah, a disaster. You don't. Yeah, we shouldn't be. You don't deserve to win or don't deserve to make the playoffs if we lose to either of those dumpster fires. <laughs> okay, um, here is the think, here is the uh, chat. I'll keep going. Go for it. Oh yeah. Um, no, I was just going to say because uh, we were talking about. 49ers Cowboys. That's actually one of the games we'll throw into our road trip yeah, this year. We Considering we are there. passports and playbooks, 
We don't need our passport. Or you need your passport. I need my passport. (laughs) I don't. um, But that is one of the games we will be going to this year. Mm, Yes. And shout out Gold Bar Whiskey, uh, official 49ers whiskey sponsor. Amazing team. Amazing whiskey. Amazing new distillery on Treasure Island. Go check it out. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, If you're a gold member from Austin Powers 3, lose your mind. That's just a little inside reference there. But the discussion we've been wanting to have and that we've been referencing a little bit is this. These are the MVP odds. Now, (laughs) I just want to read a list of names here (laughs) before we get to a very interesting one. You have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Tua, Lamar, Justin Fields, Deshaun, Gino, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Russell Wilson, yeah, maybe, Kenny Pickett, all before Kirk Cousins, Billy Wilson. Can you believe these odds are you absolutely kidding me like i've not even looked at the rest of the list yet because the disrespect on Kirk cousins is unbelievable unbelievable it is uh brutal i haven't i haven't seen the latest episode of hard knocks but uh i don't know if he like shits his pants or something but (laughs) like no way Oh, the netflix documentary the I think it's on, it's on Max here. I watched the first two episodes. We I watched haven't. them together. No, I haven't watched no, them. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Hard the quarterback. The quarterback. The quarterback. That's yeah. right. I haven't watched the latest episodes of the quarterback. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we uh, – like, who was it? Like, Derek Carr? No way. What? what? Yeah. Uh, all I can say is I like those odds. I'd throw a bet yeah. on – Kirko. Depending on who you're betting with, throw a bet on where you can uh, bet on Kirk Cousins because those odds, man, they should come down. Like some of those blokes in front of him. Jeez. Yeah, you could probably do a cash out if he has a hot start to the year. And like, uh... anyway, well, just like, wanted to get that the disrespect yeah. out there early because I saw this stats. I saw this comparison stats. It was the whole like you know how there's blank faces and it's like pick the player. I think there was some some breakdown of stats. I think it removed rushing, which is why it looked good. But it was like comparing Josh Allen to Kirk Cousins, and it was almost comparable. And I was just oh, like, yeah, I remember seeing that. So that's insane. Anyway, yeah. the rest well, of like this, this, some of these, like Pickett, Carr, Love, just insane. No, I mean um, Purdy's going to win games. Like we know that. Yeah, Purdy's going to have the Ws. But like even last year, like I feel like the Vikings are probably going to have at least like. Absolute worst case scenario, it's probably like nine wins. Well, um, they're a good case study of the whole running back situation right now because they lost Dalvin. Mm. But it's a plug and play league with running backs. Madison's good. Um, yeah. And they still and then, like, they have their weapons. They they added um, fucking Addison, the receiver, who's going to be a stud. That is him true. And, him and Flowers stud. are going to be studs. So, like, you upgraded Thielen, who, great for him. He's in Carolina. Awesome. Good vet to teach the young guys. But, um, yeah, I think yeah. that their offense is just as good. And if their defense can figure some shit out, which is not too bad, then Kirko could lead him to the, another, like, fucking 11-6 and six playoff record. So, especially in yeah, the NFC, could... pretty wide open. Oh, yeah. And they got Hawkinson, too. The and they got the Hawk. They got the Hawk. The Hawk. Well, that's the Look. thing. Like, how I don't get the, yeah, the disrespect in these odds. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to get enough wins, and he's got 
the number one apparently fantasy guy. So like he's obviously going to get his numbers and I, other, I, plenty of other weapons. So I was just like, he's yeah, I, that's a nice uh, bet for a potential cash out. Mm-hmm. I don't see him winning, but like the odds should improve for a cash out towards the end of the season, yeah. or even the first few weeks on a hot start. I think if Burrow's healthy, it's a good bet. I think Herbert, if they could figure it out now that they got what's his name from um, the Cowboys calling plays, uh, what's his name? The OC from uh, Cowboys, Kellen Moore, he's there now, so he's going to let Herbert fly. I think I would like to say Justin Fields, but he's not going to win enough games. Lamar is probably my big value on because I think OBJ yeah. and Zay uh, and a healthy um, Andrews, and honestly a healthy Lamar, he was hurt last year. I like that. Yeah. That's my big think, value pick there for me. Yeah, that is absolutely huge value. Gino right below him at, at 3,000. I feel like, I think, what did he come last year? Like top three or something in the voting? Yeah, not bad. Uh, and he's probably got yeah added another weapon this year or two new weapons two new rookies yeah so he's gonna potentially could he could potentially get 10 plus wins and Mm -hmm. but yeah as i think i think it'd probably be maybe joey burrow's year i think so or josh allen if josh allen i mean there's a lot of emotion going into the bills season i am worried about joe's health to start the year if i'm being honest but um, yeah, that ankle or the ankle Achilles did not look great. The so. non Achilles injury that looked, yeah, pretty bad. Um, but yeah, well, it'd be interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited. Honestly, was it Lions Chiefs next week for a Thursday night game? I feel like we're not even going to freaking talk about anything because the game is going to be insane. Remember last time, last time Goff, it and, is. Um, um, last time Goff and Mahomes played on primetime, it was that 54 to 51 game. Oh, I could see something exciting happening like yeah. that. Yeah. So what next week we'll kick off at five PM Pacific time again, and then I, that that gives us twenty minutes before Thursday night football kickoff at five twenty to yeah shoot shit. Means we can get out some some main content in, some reactions to the game, and then enough time to uh, sink some beers and watch some second half uh, football. That's afterwards. right. That's the way to go. Yeah, and uh, we've got our fantasy draft this weekend. We hopefully do. I've, hopefully, I've got some cell service from the campsite we're at. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. I'll be Bold strategy, <laughs> going camping on weekend of fantasy draft. I think that's a good, that's an easy screen share we can show. We can show our teams. We can pick apart each other's teams live. I think maybe we can you know, have a look at the rest of the league too. That's some easy content there. I think we'll get some, some of your bets, some specific bills bet stuff in ready to go. Um, before yeah, the game absolutely. starts. Also just looking into the weekend. And I think, you know, over the weeks before the other season starts in terms of like hockey and basketball, we'll do some similar stuff. Look at look at some conference odds, look at some MVP odds. Um, uh, talk about all the best players in the league and not, you know, make sure we mention everyone that's deserving of mentions. Let's uh, see if anyone can pick what that theme is for our podcast over the next over the next few episodes when I get to the basketball season. Um, that's a little secret nugget for anyone to figure out. But just before we go, um, just want to shout out Millions again. If you're a brand that's looking for an athlete to partner with for your upcoming campaign, look no further than Millions.co. Millions has made this process super easy for both you and athletes to run a successful campaign or event. You can hit the book me button on any athlete's profile and the millions team will do the rest. So shout out to millions.co if you can figure out 
why I love millions so much. You'll win a, you'll win a prize, um, an unnamed prize. Actually, just before we go, if you look over Billy's shoulder there, um, there is a pretty cool. Oh, other way, other way. There you go. There's a uh, a, a pretty special football there um, that may or may not say two Tyler go Niners signed by Joe Montana. So that's pretty damn cool. Pretty epic. Pretty epic. Um, and it's funny. It's just just at my house at the moment, but you know. Yeah. Well, I was traveling. It's like prize possession. I want to make sure it's looked after. So. Um, well, I feel like there is about zero people to watch that because our Instagram uh, amplification did not work. Having said that, we'll redistribute the episode. There'll be some clips that are created. We'll be here each week. I know the viewership's going to grow, and I know sponsors are going to want to be throwing stuff at us, Bill, but one at a time, you know, we've got a lot going on. Um, but, yeah, pretty excited to talk sports on a, on a weekly basis. It's going to be fun. Absolutely, man. I'm keen. And we'll catch everyone 5 o'clock next Thursday. All right. See you guys. 8 p.m. Eastern.